0: not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin.
1: This is Dr. Dan. The Second Amendment. So very important to our freedoms. So very important because it guarantees the the rest of the Constitution. We all know that. And we also must know our history. At the beginning of every dictatorship, there was gun confiscation. That is so obvious because gun registration leads to selective gun confiscation, which always leads to the slaughter of targeted innocents who are no longer able to protect themselves from a tyrannical central government. That is why our founders put the Second Amendment in the Constitution, because they never, ever wanted our citizens, our sovereign citizens, to be subject to another tyrant like King George. Unfortunately, we have people in this country who have taken it upon themselves to try to defeat the protections of the Second Amendment. Right now in the North Carolina legislature, we are fighting that very battle, and my guest, is Paul Vallone, who is the president of Grassroots North Carolina, and his website, www.grnc.org. Paul Vallone and GRNC has been fighting for gun rights, for the Second Amendment rights in North Carolina, and thereby everywhere else in the nation for a number of years. He is the number one advocate For gun rights in North Carolina, and it's a pleasure, Paul Vallone, to welcome you to Freedom Forum Radio.
2: Thank you, sir. The pleasure is mine.
1: Currently, we're fighting a major battle here in North Carolina, and it involves HB 562. So tell me first, Paul, what does this bill entail, what does it say, and what does it do?
2: Well, House Bill 562 is the latest uh, in a series of omnibus gun bills designed to reinforce the rights and abilities of North Carolinians to protect themselves. It uh, removes obstructions from the concealed handgun application process. It expands the number of places that the people can carry firearms for self-protection. And it does a couple of other things. It, uh, it prohibits healthcare providers who may be politically motivated from prying into whether their patients own or have guns in the home. And it repeals our Jim Crow era pistol purchase permit law, Which is a highly arbitrary law that allows sheriffs to deny, uh, handgun purchases to anybody they deem not of good moral character, whatever that means. Of course, in the 1930s, it meant they could deny firearms to minorities. Now they're using it to arbitrarily deny firearms to other people, law-abiding citizens who are qualified under federal law to own them. So. Um, House Bill 562 is a, is a significant improvement in, the, in our ability to protect ourselves.
1: So tell me, in terms of concealed carry, where does it expand those rights?
2: Well, principally, it expands your rights on educational properties and, um, and some, other, some other areas. Uh, the nicest thing we're doing is, with respect to educational properties is, um, I guess, gradually expanding things incrementally. Uh, in 2013, uh, as part of House Bill 937, we got uh, the provision where concealed handgun permit holders could keep firearms in closed compartments in locked motor vehicles on educational properties, providing the vehicle was only unlocked for the purpose of, of entry or exit. This now would allow people to actually carry the firearms on on their person or transfer them to and from those compartments within educational property. Um, and it, I guess, cleans up the language by making sure that people don't become accidental
1: felons. So, obviously, there's a lot of reasons that this, that HB 562 is good for the citizens of North Carolina, and it's obviously obvious why GRNC is in support of it. So, enter the villain in this case, Michael Bloomberg, Mayors Against Gun Violence, uh, and he has taken it upon himself to try and defeat this bill. What are those guys doing?
2: Well, basically, Bloomberg is now fronting any number of different what we call AstroTurf organizations. Organizations designed to look like they have grassroots support, uh, when in fact they do not. They have, perhaps in North Carolina, uh, two dozen paid staffers and a few activists. And they're trying to pose as a grassroots movement. Uh, they call themselves very, variously Moms Demand Action, every town for Gun Safety, Mayors Against Illegal Guns. Moms Rising, and the Law Center to Revent Gun Violence. Those have all been, the literature in the names of those organizations has been distributed to legislators in North Carolina. All those are.
1: So what you're basically saying is he has created really kind of fake groups uh, to use the names of to indicate or try to indicate that the support against HB 562 and support against all gun rights is really a large, there's a large body of people and lots of groups against When In in essence, it's really just Michael Bloomberg and his millions and millions of personal dollars being used to try to take away our rights.
2: That's uh, correct. In fact, uh, we're just looking at some of the financial disclosures on Everytown for Gun Safety, which I guess is his umbrella organization. And it shows $36 million in receipts last year, and I'm willing to bet that they all came from Michael Bloomberg. In North Carolina, he's opposing House Bill 562 because he claims it will, quote, abolish background checks. And his television ads and billboards and now full-page full, full, full page newspaper ads are all claiming that it will abolish uh, background checks. In fact, that's a lie.
1: So, um, so Bill... Be- So basically what he's doing is he's just lying about this in order to try to influence the legislature and influence other people. Uh, That's
2: correct. He's he's lying to the uh, the public and he's bullying politicians.
1: Well, this kind of deception, uh, Paul, is is pretty common for, for people like Michael Bloomberg. I mean, he thinks nothing about saying whatever he has to say because he has an agenda. What's his agenda?
2: Well, I think his agenda is control. Um, This is a man who wants to control every facet of your life. He is, after all, Mayor Big Gulp. He wanted to control what people drink, what soft drinks that they would consume, the size of soft drinks. He's now running ballot. He ran a successful ballot initiative for what he claims are universal background checks, which is actually a very draconian law, in the state of Washington. He's done the same thing in the state of Oregon. He's now focusing on Arizona and Nevada. Um, This is a man who basically intends to project his world vision on you and really doesn't care what you think about it.
1: Well, that is so characteristic of the left. They have a worldview, and they think that they are so smart that they have the right to impose their worldview on all of us. Whether it's correct, whether it's not correct, they think that they should be able to say, this is how you're going to live, like it or not, We're smarter than you are. They know how to spend our money. They know how we should live. Basically, Michael Bloomberg is a hypocrite, and we all know that, because when he travels around, he travels with armed bodyguards to protect himself, and he wants us not to have those same rights of self-protection that he himself, that he gives to himself. Isn't that true?
2: Uh, Very true. And people have to realize the deceptions he's willing to go to to do that. Um, He's claiming, for example, that he wants universal background checks in the States. No, he doesn't. What he really wants is a universal gun registration system, because, of course, registration is the necessary prelude to confiscation. And when House Bill 562, that's his his claim for uh, opposing the, the bill, because it would repeal this purchase permit system. Now, the purchase permit system dates from 1919. It's basically... You go to the sheriff. Uh, you pay him five dollars. He does a background check through the uh, National Instant Check System, the computerized background check system, and he hands you a slip of paper. That paper is good for five years. Um, it is plausible, and in fact, has been done, that somebody could take that slip of paper, then go out and commit a crime, um, be convicted, and uh, be disqualified from owning firearms, and then go turn that current purchase permit in to a gun dealer at the time of sale and bypass the national check system. In fact, if we repeal the purchase permit system, what we would have is it would you would have federal background checks done at the time and point of sale of handguns, which would actually improve the background check system. These people should be cheering this change rather than opposing it. But unfortunately, that isn't the real agenda. Their agenda isn't about crime control. It's about gun registration and controlling you.
1: You said Absolutely. a very you said a very important thing, and and that is the whole concept of universal gun registration. That concept has been used time and time and time again as a means for knowing for dictators and governments for knowing who has guns, because then you can go and confiscate them once you know uh, where they are. That's what uh, Hitler did in Nazi Germany. Once he had the list of who owned the the handguns. He could go to whoever he wanted, in this case the Jews and the gypsies and whatever, and he could disarm them. And this is the goal of people like Michael Bloomberg.
2: Um, No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. And um, so consequently, when House Bill 562, he started running a television spot uh, telling these lies. And some of the lies he's using, he's claiming, for example, one of the provisions of the bill um, Purchase permits for handgun transfers are at least theoretically required for private transfers as well. Now, in fact, the system is archaic and totally untraceable and totally unenforceable, so the fact is those purchase permits are almost never uh, used for private transfers. But he's claiming that 40% of gun sales are done through private sales. This is a lie, also. It's actually based on a 1994 survey of only 251 gun owners that actually... The data predated our national Brady Act uh, re- requiring background checks. So at the point the data was being collected, there won't be any background checks being done anyway. Uh, in fact, even the authors of the study he's quoting have disavowed their own study results. And this is Phil Cook, a guy at Duke University who's never met a Zen law he didn't love. Uh, and even he doesn't stand with the results. Um, they're claiming that when Missouri uh, repealed their purchase permit law, uh, which, by the way, was passed a year before North Carolina's law in response to race riots in St. Louis. Uh, it was, once again, an attempt to keep minorities from owning firearms. And when Missouri repealed it in 2007, Bloomberg claims that homicide went up 25%. Um, in fact, they're saying gun-related homicide went up. Well, first off, nobody measured gun-related homicide. Total homicide went up by seven Actually, it was 14%. But what they don't say is that in the five years before it versus the five years after the repeal, the spikes in homicides actually increased more by 35% in the five years prior and actually dropped to 14% after the purchase permit was repealed. Clearly Missouri has a problem, but clearly the problem has absolutely nothing to do with repealing the purchase permit system. So once again we see this manipulation of facts and trying to get things into public consciousness
1: As you well know, an armed society is a polite society. Uh, and if you have armed people, you're more likely to have lower crimes because people with guns can prevent crimes. You know, one of the interesting statistics I saw is that, of course, the United States is number one in gun ownership. But when you take the gun violence, gun murder rate in the world of 211 com- countries in the world, we're number 118 When it comes to the murder rate of guns So obviously gun ownership uh, And proficiency Of gun use has absolutely nothing to do With the murder rate So let me ask you this To combat all these lies And you've mentioned a whole bunch of them Obviously we need support What do you plan to do And what do you need us to do to help you
2: Well what we've already started Okay Um, We have kicked off a campaign Which we hope other states will emulate uh, in response to Mr. Bloomberg. Uh, since he claims you know to have these moms, moms demand action, making all of these, these demands for gun control, and in fact most of them are paid staffers and a few left-wing activists, what we're doing is we're recruiting real mothers to run uh, radio spots uh, that uh, people can hear on our website. We actually set up a resource center right off the home page for House Bill 562. They can click on that. And here are the radio spots. There are a press conference we held, but last week we held a press conference, uh, which got national coverage, kicking off our campaign of North Carolina mothers saying, <clears throat> I'm, you know, whatever her name is, uh, I'm a North Carolina mom, and Michael Bloomberg doesn't speak for me. And then debunking, you know, many of the, uh, the, the lies that he's, uh, uh, I guess, disseminating with regard to the bill. So um, we, in fact, on Tuesday, we will be uh... having an event at the north carolina general assembly in raleigh uh... and we are asking people to show up and we will have stickers and signs uh... that also say michael bloomberg doesn't speak for me and uh, that's the message we want to, uh, to deliver to lawmakers and have them listen to the real grassroots needless to say when we do things like run radio campaigns we don't have bloomberg's millions billions actually um, so we need money, frankly. We need people um, who are willing to go to the website and, you know, kick in $5, 10 $20, whatever they can, in order to make sure that we can run these radio spots and get the word out and make people understand that Michael Bloomberg is a carpetbagger and he takes his New York gun control back to where it came from.
1: This is a very important point, and I, I want to emphasize this for all of you who are listening. You know, <clears throat> many of my listeners are in North Carolina Many are in Georgia, many in Tennessee. But when, Mike, when Michael Bloomberg comes to North Carolina, he's not just coming for the guns in North Carolina. He's coming for the guns everywhere, in your state as well as our states. We have people who get this radio program via the Internet all over the, all over the country. Michael Bloomberg and people like him are a menace to your gun rights. The best thing that you can do is to contribute to an organization like GRNC who has an active program to fight these gun confiscation laws, gun laws that limit your freedom to own, keep, and bear arms for your own personal protection or whatever else you need them for. www.grnc.org. Please go there, be generous, Uh, let's help paul Vallone fight michael bloomberg so that's what we need to do so tell me paul what is the status currently of hb 562 and you know was it coming up for a vote or what's the deal on it
2: well that's the that's the problem um it was a fast track a week and a half. Um, Now that they've got the budget done, we hope they will go back and pick up the bill. Um, But even if they do, we are very concerned that in response to this pressure, they may weaken the bill by removing things like the purchase permit repeal um, and uh, the medical privacy provisions. So um, we are asking people to definitely go to our resource center and contact these legislators right now and tell them they need to bring And we have copy and paste uh, alerts in a format where people can take two minutes and send an email to you know seventy five legislators, and uh, the message we're asking them to deliver is bring five sixty two to the floor for a vote now and impact.
1: Well, that's a good message. And again, I'm going to tell our listeners go to www.grnc.org and let's put pressure on our legislatures and let's contribute to Paul Valone, so we can make sure that HB 562 gets the proper vote it will get on the floor. I know that our, our state is a conservative state. Most of our legislators will be very willing to vote for this. I know it will get the majority uh, if it comes to the floor. And we have to make sure that, that delays do not cause this bill to languish in committee when it needs to be voted on. What else do you have to say, Paul?
2: Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to get the word out. Um, I am happy to say that uh, people have been responding and that the General Assembly is getting an overwhelming number of telephone numbers, telephone calls, and emails uh, in support of House Bill 562. But we are under a much more organized effort by gun control forces. To, uh, to impact legislation in North Carolina than we have seen in many years, and we are concerned that it's spread elsewhere. So uh, definitely we need to
1: get a Thank you, Paul Vallone of GRNC Grassroots North Carolina. Please, let's support this effort. Our freedom depends upon the Second Amendment. This is Dr. Dan.
0: And
1: call him money water. People, I just love to hear that old man sing. Wait. Oh. Yeah, when I play the Hoochie Coochie Man, I get joy in everything. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning.
0: ДИНАМИЧНАЯ МУЗЫКА